Hello, everyone. My name is Karen, and I am hosting this call for tonight, and I am with the Rogue Girlfriends Across America. We are a company that has a foundation and a mission to build lifelong friendships with women across the globe. We bring you hot new topics each and every night, and we're always looking for new hot topics, so if you want to submit anything, please do. Um, you can follow us on Facebook at Real Girlfriends Across America and at our website at www.realgirlfriends.org. Now, tonight I have on the phone with me Tawanda, and we also have a host of other girlfriends that are either be calling in um, or are at home listening. Um, so we thank everyone for listening, and how are you, Tawanda? Pretty incredible. How are you doing tonight? I'm well, I'm well. So tonight we're going to be discussing um, the topic is called Grab and Secure the Bag, and we're going to be going over the best money move. So are you ready to get started? You better believe it, my favorite topic. <laughs> so some people may think that that's the best money, um, the best way to make money is to dive deep into the ever-changing stock markets. Um, others may say that the best way is to throw yourself into the risky and um, strategic world of gambling, um, while others um, decide to opt into long-term investments, um, such as IRAs and real estate. Um, so there's various ways that you can make money. Um, so let me ask you this. What would be your number one goal to um, to make money? So it could be like a side hustle or a profession that you do normally. You know, I like the different examples um, of what you just mentioned, and I I definitely agree. It's really up to the person and the skill as well as the interest. Real estate is definitely an interest of mine as well. I've been considering doing some different things in it. So what my um my preferred method would definitely be a business, a business that pays that I knew how to quote unquote run the checkup. Um, having a great service and or product that people actually need that would be something everyone had to have that would position me to make more money, whether it was fast or whether it was along the journey. But yeah, definitely a business. Okay. And and those are good ideas. I think that a, the making a business and having your own source of income come in would be my number one go to as well. And we have someone else join in. Um, can you state your name where you're calling from? Hello, 707. Hello, are you Hi, still there? Hi, I'm calling from California. Hello, Kat. How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm well. Um, so tonight we are um, talking about the best ways to make money moves. And now let me ask you, what's your number one um, go-to to make money? So it could be something like a side hustle. Um, it could be a, a nine-to-five profession. Um. Well, like right now, like I do, like I'm um currently like I'm still I have like my own businesses, but I also like do my hustle like in UX designing like at my job, and so eventually I do want to like. I do want to, like, continuously, like, do the freelance of that because I know it's it's a good money. But also, like, I am I'm also, like, um, doing a lot of, like, foreign exchange. And so um, over time, I do want that to develop 
and and yeah, like um, a matter with a matter and and just like Tawanda said, like real estate, real estate, doing a lot of real estate like investments. Um, that's also a good way. And so I I'm definitely like down the road like looking at those options as well too. So there's nothing wrong with having multiple households, but it's just about TA management. Exactly. So do you find it hard to um, do time management when you have multiple hustles? Um, for me, like, like for example, like I know, like with with like foreign exchange, like I can make money like on its own. Like I don't have to take so much time into it since like I have all the experience from it. However, like for example, like the the time I decide to do like like a um like if I do decide to do like real estate investing that's going to take time but for right now like I like to just focus on one thing like at a time while like like for example like my um event planning business I have people running it for me and so all I all pe- all I really need is, is for them to give me like approval like I just have to give them my approval and so um of course like when you're starting up a new company you definitely need to put a lot of time in it but um I wouldn't say like to do technically like five hustles and try and put like so much effort in, into all of them and try and focus because obviously if you're not focused on like a specific hustle, um, you're like, you're not going to see as much results. Okay. And and I agree. It does take effort um, into whatever hustle that's it is, exactly. no matter uh, how many you have. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so Thank you. And, um, uh-huh. We have another caller on the line with area code 209. Hi, this is Hello. Kay. I'm in Wisconsin. Hi, Kay for Wisconsin. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. That's good. So we're talking tonight about the best ways to make money. Um, so the title is The Best Money Move. And um, let me ask you, what's your number one money move? Um, so it could be a side hustle or something that you um, consider a profession like a nine-to-five type of profession. So whatever is your number one money move. Um, my number one up until recently has been Lyft and Uber. Um, a secondary has been Instacart and Shipt. Um, I say my number one Lyft and Uber because, um, I mean, you could – Working, you know, if you worked hard at it, you could make anywhere from five to seven thousand bucks a month. So that would that would be my number one. It's not right now because I have moved to another state, and I think that the the driving here is not um, as fast paced as it is in the in the cities in California. So I'm working on finding another number one right now. Okay, and and I understand that. Um, and you said that that's your number one. Is there one um, particular type of profession or a job such as like similar to that um, that you wanted to give a try? So like a school that you wanted to try, but you were too afraid to start. Um, not so much afraid because I feel like I don't know enough yet. There have been a couple that I wanted to do. I'm still like studying up on them. One of them is. Um, purchasing like tax lien certificates and tax deeds and then the other one is um recovering surplus funds from um from um uh foreclosed uh houses uh housing sales so those are things that i'm still like learning up on before i really delve deep into it 
Now, are you looking into those because you think that those would be like smart money moves or because it's something that you feel close to in your heart or is it something that you know that you're able to do? Um, I'm looking into them because I think that they're smart money moves. Um, from what I'm learning about taxing certificates, you can get an extremely high rate of interest as compared to a bank account if you do the process right. Um, so that's like, um, you know, another stream of income where you can put your money and gain high rates of interest on it. As far as the recovering surplus funds, like you can get very large amounts of money um, doing that. You can get anywhere from I mean, you can get tens of thousands of dollars from doing that. Okay. Well, that's something new that I didn't know about. Um, so thank you for educating me on that. Um, yeah, that's something that I would like to look into. So we can talk more about that later. You can just let me know so I can try to look into it because it sounds interesting. Sure. And thank you. And, and let me ask you the same thing to Wanda. Um, so what would be one job or maybe a side hustle um, that you would be interested in doing? Maybe you didn't have the time. Maybe you're afraid to start. Maybe um, it just, you know, it took too much work. Definitely not a job. I've definitely spent a lot of years doing that. And really, I don't have too many, I don't really have the time for any side hustles. But like I said before, one of the things, and I was telling you on this earlier as we were meeting, um, well, any business, having a good product and a good service can make money. Most people just don't know how to do it. You know, so let's say, for example, with one particular company, you can make money one to two ways. You can make money three to five or even seven different ways. So I've learned how to turn passion into profit and be able to maximize it at the same time. You know, um, that's kind of, I think, really more so of the difference. So I'm going to make a penny and then a dollar and a quarter and a 20 and make it increase and, and flip it and invest it and so on and so forth. Okay. Well, thank you for that. Um, and let me ask you the same thing. Okay. Okay, you still there? Oh, yeah, I'm here. Okay. And uh, thank you. Is there one way to make money that you were looking to do or would like to do, but maybe you're afraid to do it or didn't have the time to do it? Um, like right now, like my, my focus is like, obviously like, uh, it's like our platform. And then like, I'm still like maintaining like my, like my current job as well as like my wedding planning. But like, um, like as of now, like, like those are just like my, those are my sis. And so, um, like, I feel like if I obviously try and start something new, like I'm going to lose focus all like on all of these platforms. And so like my main focus are like, are these three and and obviously like because like I'm working from home um like I'm able to manage it all but yeah like if I was to start something new I know I wouldn't be able to give it my full attention to it because I because of these priorities oh well let's say if you you didn't have any priority and just in the hypothetical oh. situation oh okay so if if I didn't have these and I had the chance um I would I would absolutely, I would definitely like focus on like Bitcoin. I'm going to go back to like FX and Bitcoin. And, but the only thing is, is like, like I said, it takes a lot of research. And then like, even though you can make money when you're sleeping with these two techniques, um, it's just a matter of like studying ahead, you know? And so that would be one of them. Like that would be the first thing since like, it's easy to make money, like with both of those processes right now. But 
Um, but yeah, like in these cases, definitely no. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, I, I'm, I know I'm not too familiar with Bitcoin. Um, I did, I was approached by someone when it first came out about um, being paid in Bitcoin, but unfortunately I didn't know anything about it. So I um, told them to pay me in, in, you know, USD. And I guess that turned out not to, Let's say work out in my favor, but that Aww. was, you know, yeah, moves. yeah, not every yeah, money like, moves. I'm sorry. No, no, I totally, no, I totally agree with you because, like, right now, like, obviously, it's been going up, but the thing is, is, like, the, when you do purchase a Bitcoin, you want to buy it, like, when it's, like, at a de- decent amount, and so, it's like, honestly, like, FX and Bitcoin, like, I'm not going to lie, you're literally, um, you're, you're um, gambling in some way, and so it's lit- it has to depend, like, on the timing, and it's, like I said, it's so much studying, like, prior, but once you get the hang into it, like, you know, like, with the timing, it's just, it, you'll see, like, when the timing is perfect, but, but yeah, like, I'm, I'm actually glad that, like, um, like, that you have, you didn't, like, get it, you didn't get it at first, because, girl, um, like the first time it's hard so I don't blame you for like having the struggle because I had the struggle like when I was even studying it and and like I said um, like at first I had trouble and I, I didn't even like continue and so that's the reason why like I would be I would be okay like starting it if I had the time okay and and yeah I yeah like I said I, I guess like now that wave is kind of like over with but it still doesn't hurt to kind of educate yourself on all that different type of ways to make money including Bitcoin um since it is a type of currency so we're gonna yeah exactly yeah some, yeah so we're gonna go over some strategies to you know make money so in addition to what we just talked about so Bitcoin and being able to invest with Bitcoin, which, you know, Kat obviously knows more about than I do. Um, but you can also do, do things such as, like, psychic. Um, so let's say if you had a talent, you could do things um, such as go on platforms where you're on platforms such as Fiverr. Um, in different platforms, you'll be able to basically demonstrate your skill set. Uh, so do you, Kat, have any skill sets that you may so Maybe that you could be marketable, that you could sell off. Um, say that again. Can you repeat that? Because you were breaking out. I'm so sorry, and I know you said you said um, a lot. I'm sorry. Um, so can you hear me now? Yeah, no, I can hear you perfect. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I was just saying that a lot of people have different talents, and there's several different platforms out there where you can make money. Um, with the talents that you have, is there one? talent that you have that you think that is marketable? Um, the one talent that I have that's marketable, like, is it like a, is it just like, like an expertise or like, um, yeah, just one talent that you have that you think is marketable. Um, well, like, like I said, like, so, um, I, I've always been like with, I would say like fitness and becoming like, like even just like, like a life coach and fitness coaching between those aspects, like, I feel like that stuff is easy for me to market because I'm a people person. I think I've told you ladies this so many times. And the fact is, is like, even when I was like a fitness coach, my goal were to see like things that people were like, I was capable of seeing like what people had in themselves because they, they didn't have the motivation or they, they couldn't see it themselves. And so um, like I was 
like on funny fact, funny fact, um, like right after college, I was actually supposed to become like a life coach and continue like, um, continue like furthering my education of becoming a life coach. But instead, I chose my master's degree. And so um, I feel like if it was my expertise to like, to, um, to put like on some kind of platform, it would have been some kind of like coaching or life coaching. Okay. So like coaching, yes, yeah. I actually worked with a life coach as well. So let me ask um, Kay the same question. Um, so what um, is one talent that you think that you have that is remarkable? And actually, I think I already know this, but let the audience know one talent that you have that you believe is remarkable. Um, well, I, I think I have a couple, but the, the first one that I love the most is writing. Um, I write books, um, poetry, stories, things like that, um, and that's marketable. Um, the next one is, um, well, I know how to drive. I know how to clean. I think pretty much any skill that you have as a human being is marketable as long as you know how to put it to use and market it. Okay. Is there one uh, platform that you use that you would um, recommend to people out there to use, and why would you recommend that platform? Um, I, I'm sort of ambivalent about this platform. Um, I use Amazon to market my works, but I'm ambivalent because he's um, Amazon has become almost a monopoly, and when a company becomes a monopoly, it tends to sort of bite the hand that fed it. So it grew big and popular off of self-publishing authors, and then when it got big enough, it started to sort of backstab them. So on on one hand, I'm grateful because they, they gave me the opportunity to publish my books and make money off of the, the platform, and on the other hand, I'm sort of um, disappointed that they're not, you know, the same as they used to be. So. Okay. Also, I I can understand that because I know a lot of times when a like a new business starts, so something where they may have a platform where they want people to sign on, they'll offer um you a great deal or. Um, you might have a great incentive to join, but as time goes by, unfortunately, like rules and regulation change, and you'll notice that you know the dose or whatever the incentive was isn't as good because now it's like either they were new in business and they had to work out some kinks, or um, decided that they were going to change up their whole platform. Maybe whatever you were introduced into that platform as changed because you know times change, so they have to change with the times. Um, so, fortunately, sometimes when those things happen, um, you know, the users of the platform, they kind of get, you know, uh, kind of get the, the short end of the stick, so to say. Okay. And so, right. on, Dominic. Yeah. So that's what I, I've found um, to be true in the past. And so, on, I'm going to ask you the, the same question. Is there a talent that you have that you believe is remarkable? Yes, I would have to say communication, um, public relations and communication, simply because I love talking to people. I like meeting new people, and I like being able to help kind of get and deliver a message around. So that I know is extremely marketable and valuable to anyone. 
And if there was someone that was looking to, uh, let's say, start, they loved the same thing, they wanted to start a career in communication, um, where would you tell them to begin? Like, how would you tell them if they were starting from a, a clean slate, what perception, a profession, or maybe even job, would you tell them to start off doing on their own so they, they could set up a career? Okay, now you lost me completely on that. You said if a person was willing to start a job or something in reference to what again? If they were interested in communication and they just want to start an entrepreneurship career in communications, where, where would you tell okay. them the best to start? Well, it, it would really, any media outlet, you know, in reference to something with publishing, in reference to anything dealing with um, the media, the radio station, broadcasting. And, and when I say PR and communications, Whoever controls the media controls the mind. Any any and every business would love to have someone that's good when it comes to PR and communication because everyone wants to communicate and get the word out about the company, about the product, and about the service. So, like, if I wanted, for example, to go and get a job, I would basically contact someone and say, hey, are you looking to increase and take your business to the next level with visibility? Do you want everyone to know about you? Because let's say, for example, if this person is looking for a job, they go to company A and they are their PR and communication person, they could contact and build media contacts, get exposure to the company, find out about the company's services and products, and that's going to quadruple the company's revenue on every level. So any job, any company would want a person that's good when it comes to PR and communication. Okay. And that's actually good advice, I would say. If you yeah, and I, it's like my number one field. I love it. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> And what do you like about uh, communication? You know what? You hear the you hear your president all the time talking about fake news, fake news, fake news. <laughs> so really finding out stuff, fact checking it, getting information out. Um, that's just really what I love, and then the ability to see something grow because of it. I think even now, especially with the world that we live in. People like to text. I like to text, too, but people have poor communication. You ask someone a question, they say, yeah, no. Most people aren't thorough. You understand what I'm saying? So with the mindset that I have, I'm going to over-communicate it, I'm going to be thorough, and I'm going to deliver and make sure that I see growth in it. And that's really what I like about it, just being able to um, to do that. I had someone hit me early on Facebook, for example, because I was posting about authors and a mastermind group and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, because I know thousands of people with books, most of them make $1,000 themselves. So I was talking to them about, you know, helping, et cetera, et cetera. And this one guy inboxed me and said, oh, I need help with my sales. Do you think you can help me? And I said, no, did you see what, what I'm actually posting about? Because most people are just focusing on S-E-L-L to thinking small. So my goal is to find five to 10 to 15 to 20 people and we can mastermind and we can help thousands. So that's what, that's the power of communication though. You know what I'm saying? Someone is always waiting on someone else to do it. I'm not waiting on anyone to do it. I'm going to do it and I'm going to create it. And that's going to be the difference. Yeah. And that's a, a good mindset to have, especially when you're trying to be um, an entrepreneur and you're trying to actually be someone that, you know, works over someone and um, is leading someone, I should say. Yes, ma'am. And, and the reason why I asked you um, all for your talents and um, what type of um, skills that you have that were sellable is because some people do choose to make their money um, by um, working on platforms. So some platforms that you could work off of is like Pass Rabbit, 
Upwork and Fiverr. Um, so you can sell whatever um, marketable um, skills that you have available now. So like you mentioned, um, your communications um, as, um, and I know we lost uh, Kat, um, but RK has mentioned um, that she writes. So all those things can be sold on platforms like that. Um, and that could be a, a way, even though we're, you're making money, um, you can do things such as drive. Um, like Kay mentioned earlier, you can drive a Lyft, um, Uber. There's also Postmates. Um, but once you make all this money, the best way to make sure that you are um, making your money move in a smart way is to um, not just make it, but to actually um, decide which way is going to be the best way to make your money work for you. Um, so you want to do things like learn how to budget. Um, so you're going to want to create a budget that's going to be the best way to make your money work wisely for you. Um, so, Tawana, let me ask you a question. Are you good with budgets, and are you on one now? I'm sorry, you said what now? Are you on a, a budget? Are you good with budgets? No, I'm not good with budgets. I'm not on one now, but I do have an accountant, and I do live. Um, let me see. I can see this nicely. No, I'm definitely not on the budget, but therefore I have someone that helps manage stuff that's priority. And when I say I'm not on the budget, meaning, you know, I know some people, they live on such a structured budget. They like, they'll be out and say, I'm going to only spend $25 a week. Like I'm going to get gas and say 20. I don't live like that. Or we may be out and I say, oh, well, let's go to the mall and get a pair of shoes. And they'll say, no, I'm not going to get one until the first quarter is over or something like that. No, if I want it, I'm, I'm going to get it. So, no, I don't live on a budget. I'm mindful of some of the things I do, but I, I work hard. So, at the same time, I like to make sure that I get stuff that I want. Okay. And, and I can understand that. I know that I've been on both and So, I was mindful at one point, but I wasn't necessarily on a budget. Um, But right now, I would think to say, or like to say, I'm on a, a budget in comparison to what I was before. Um, And let me ask you that. But okay. let, me, let me let me add this though, if I if I can. But I what I don't yeah. do anymore like I used to do when I was younger. You know, there's a saying, you have champagne taste on the beer budget. I don't yeah. live outside of my means anymore. I, when I was younger, like 24, 25, I would live and buy all this stuff and max my credit cards out. Oh no, no, I live very basic. I do simple stuff. So let me add that point because no, I've lived and learned. So I don't live a champagne lifestyle on a beer budget I live within my means okay thank you <laughs> and and yeah I do the same thing I make sure that um and I think I've always been like that I try to live within my means even if it looked like to other people um that either I was maybe spending money that I didn't have or spending um not or, or being uh I guess conservative with my money because um, you know everyone always have an opinion about how you spend your money um, but mm-hmm. it's really up to, you know, what you can manage as long as you're, you know, take care of your responsibilities. Um, and you're not asking someone else for money, obviously. Um, but it's more or less about what you set for your budget and what you're personally doing for yourself, I think, at the end of the day. Yes, ma'am. And um, it looks like we have Kat back. Um, but I'm going to uh, jump over to Kay real quick because um, I was just about to ask Kay. Um, the same question. So, um, do you 
budget? Do you know? Do you have a budget now? Are you good with budget? Um, I guess technically I do deal with budget. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess I do deal with budget. Um, I have a, a Excel spreadsheet where I list out all of the bills that I have every month, and um. I make sure that those bills are paid. Um, and I have to do it that way because if I don't have it listed out like that on a spreadsheet, I might forget a bill. And I like having good credit and I like increasing my credit. So I, I keep that spreadsheet to make sure that I get every last bill paid. Um, when I have a major purchase that's going through, I take out that cash and I set it aside. But I still do things that I like to do like um, I mean, I haven't been able to get a pedicure in a while because of the lockdown, but I used to get a pedicure every two weeks but before the lockdown happened. Um, I would go and, you know, take care of myself, do small things for myself. And I tend to, um, I mean, I just, I get myself the things that I want by, um, I just work more. Like, I just make more money in order to get the things that I want. I don't. Unless I'm not able to work, I don't, you know, say, oh, I can't get this or I can't get that. I just make more money than I get what I want. <laughs> right. Okay. Well, that's a good philosophy. And let me ask you, Kat, um, do you budget? Do you have a, a problem with budgeting or do you um, like to budget? Oh, yeah. I'm sorry, the call dropped. I was legit, like, when Tawanda was talking about PR and stuff, I was, like, listening closely, and I didn't also realize my phone was at 1%, so that's why you didn't hear from me for a second. But anyways, um, so anyways, no, like, so I do have, I do budget. Like, I'm a budget freak. Like, like I also use spreadsheet as well, too, and I have, um, I, I, um, so when I was, when I was a financial analyst, like, at Salesforce, um, before, like, I, I stepped up to the I, – I switched roles as a UX designer because, long story short, like, um, I didn't enjoy – I didn't enjoy, like, that aspect, and it wasn't as interesting for me, like, as a career. But um, I use I, – I apply the same exact method, like, on my own budgeting. Um, and so um, before, I used to be horrible at budgeting. Like, I was – I was I was just like you, um, Kay. Like I still get my nails done, but like because of shelter in place, like there's no way to do it. But um, like for small, for like I would I would like have expenses like for like a fun like a fun budget, which was um, I would say like I think this or like these past few months I would I would be at like spending like for me to like have leisure of like getting my nails done, my hair and all that stuff. Like at some point I gave myself like like a piggyback space of like over like 1,500 and I'm like, but these past few months I was actually looking at my long-term budgeting and I realized that like I was spending so much, like how much money I could have saved, like, like from having leisure stuff. Um, and so I, I put it down to like, to like, I, like it's crazy. I went down to like 300 a month. And so I was able to, like, I was spending less like on getting, getting like pampering stuff. Like, so instead of like going to the salon and stuff, obviously because of shelter in place, um, I, I was doing things on my own and then like on the side, like I have, I have like a budget for like how much I have, like for like my bills and all that stuff. And so, um, my first priority is obviously like for, for like a mortgage for my mortgage. And then also, um, like my car payments and, and also like times for 
for like taking care of my parents. And so um, it's really important for me to budget because I, my problem is, is if I don't budget at all, I end up spending, I spend nearly like, like my, like my, the amount of money I make like in a month, like so easy. And so now that I've been doing it for maybe like four years, um, I became one, I've been, I became cheap, which is nothing, there's nothing wrong with being cheap so you can save money. And also, um, well, cheap for like my own expenses because I used to be, I used to like bougie things. And now I'm just learning, like I'm, I'm more into like investing the money I make versus like spending it all. And so I definitely budget. Well, well, thank you for that answer. Um, and we're going to take a break um, so we can budget some of our money here around. Um, so let's give us one moment while we take this break and we'll be right back. Hello, everyone. Here is what's trending in the media. Young Money Radio. Little Wayne asked Nicki Minaj about doing a joint album together. And Nicki Minaj says, whatever you want, your wish is my command. And that is what's going down. Making money moves. That's what girls do. Okay, and thank you um, for holding while we took a break. Um, so we're back, and we just had a new caller join us. Um, and I have an area code 209, um, and they just joined. And who is on the line with us? Hello? Hey, what's up? This is Zach. Hi, Zach. How are you? Hey, how's it going? Okay. And how do you hear about it? We are, are talking about the best money moves. Do you have any um any advice for everyone out there for the, what's the best money move for you? For me, taking advantage of every opportunity you get and also going out and making those opportunities for yourself. So you can't wait for it to come to you. You got to go out and get it. Okay. And what type of opportunities do you take to make money? Me, I'm a registered nurse, and I work in surgery. So I work in three different hospitals, and wherever the best opportunity is, that's where I go. Okay. Oh, and what state do you work out of? I'm in California. Okay. Well, we appreciate so, you calling in. How did you hear about us? Oh, I heard about you guys through Kat. She does a really good job of promoting the show. Okay. Well, thank you for uh, actually calling in, so we appreciate you calling in. Thank you. I wasn't expecting to talk. I was just going to listen in, but I'm glad I could chime in and give you my two cents. Oh, yeah, I put you on the spot there. <laughs> so let me ask you this, why have you on the, the spot? Um, do you budget, and do you have any budgeting advice there, people out there? Do I budget? Definitely. I think you just need to cut out the stuff that's not important, and then not just budgeting, but also putting your money into smart investments. Like me, I bought a house and then I had an opportunity to live somewhere else that was cheaper. So the house I bought, I ended up renting out. So, you know, if you can get like a little piece of property, it doesn't need to be a house, but if you can get like a small condo or something and rent it out. That's basically just somebody else paying your mortgage. So little things like that definitely create opportunities. Okay. 
Okay, well, cool. Well, thank you for, for your word of advice. I appreciate that. Yeah, you got it. No problem. Okay. And I'm going to um, ask Tawanda. Um, now, when you are um, – no, I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, Zach kind of threw me off because I wasn't expecting him to call in today. <laughs> oh, um, I was going to – I'm sorry? Oh, oh yeah, no, you're I was, fine. I was just calling in to listen, but yeah, totally glad to uh, join the show. It's been an opportunity and a pleasure, and I'll let you get back to it. <laughs> okay, no, no problem. We definitely welcome you. Um, so a lot of times um, when we have money issues, um, the issue is that we don't have an emergency fund. Um, so is there anyone out there that currently has an emergency fund, and what is um, one item that they're, uh, is in their emergency fund. So, Tawana, do you have um, an emergency fund? This is Kay. I have an emergency fund. I'm not sure what you mean by what item is in it. My money is in it. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, when I say what item, meaning, like, um, what are you planning for? So, like, some people say that their emergency fund covers um, if their car breaks down or if their washer breaks down. So oh, yeah, definitely. So the fund that I have right now is to cover two things. It's to cover um, purchasing things that will make me more money. That's the main purpose of that fund. For example, if I need to buy um, equipment, um, whatever that might be, whether it's a, a, a camera for um, or a, a microphone for ACX or, um, you know, a camera for YouTube, whatever it is, or if it's like maybe a class or something, that money is there to make me more money, specifically for that purpose. So if my car breaks down and my car makes me money, then that money goes towards that too. So, yeah. Okay. And that's actually a smart money move and a smart um, way to pay for a rainy day. And thank you for sharing, Kay. Tawanda, um, the same question to you. Do you have an emergency fund, and what are you planning for? Um, well, what are you saving for in case of emergency? Well, now, yes. Years ago, no. And as you asked that question, I kind of got a, a really, like, sharp pain to my head, like, oh, God, that's really a good question. Because I remember probably, I can't remember the year, it might have been, like, 2007 or something. Anyway, I, I had... I was on a job, I left, and basically I went about three months without a job. And I almost ended up on Skid Row because <laughs> I really only had enough money to last for one month. And, of course, we all know that we need to have, like, three months saved up or six months. But a lot of times, even though you know it, that's not really the reality. And even when you think about the pandemic and things now, people were saying, oh, my gosh, I haven't worked in a week. Everything's going to get cut off. And I'm like, wait a minute. So everything's going to get cut off. You haven't worked in a week. Like, that's a problem. So um, I have learned through time and through good associations and people that you have to plan for a rainy day. So basically, in reference to, like, I know how much it takes for me to live every month, like, a basic necessities. So my emergency fund ensures that I can, if, if I didn't have to do anything for a couple of months, I'm not going to end up on skid row. And then I'm going to be a good steward of the funding. So that's actually um, – what it's for, and then as far as just putting money into things to invest, it would be for different things I want to invest in because we know it takes money to make money. 
Um, so I wanted to share that. And two more things I really wanted to add with the guy that was just um, talking about, um, like, having a house and renting another house out, having multiple streams, that's just smart. It just really makes sense. And um, yeah. especially with the world, the new norm that we're getting ready to go into with so many jobs closing down, with like Hertz, my favorite running car place closing, I hope this is an eye-opener to all of us that we have to have a plan A, a plan B, and a plan C. Like it's not just really about having money because you just want to have it. We got to have it. We, gotta need, we need it. And we have to be more prepared because if something like this happens again, a lot of folks just won't make it because they are not in a good financial situation. And um, so, yeah, that's a really great question. Thank you. And thank you for your response and your advice, everyone. Um, and okay. Kay, I'd like to add something. Oh, sure. Um, I think just if you're um, a person who works for yourself, like you – it, um, uh, an emergency fund is sort of a must. Like I know many people don't have an emergency fund because they have a nine to five. And so they figure that paycheck will be there, you know, whenever it will be there, like it's regular, but for people who work for themselves, like that paycheck, it's dependent upon you. And if you can work and whether you can't work, um, you know, you're not going to have a backup um, unless you have already gotten to the point where your multiple streams of income are, are coming, whether you work or not. Um, so, I mean, an emergency fund, if you work for yourself and you haven't reached that, that point yet where your multiple streams of income are large enough to where you don't have to work, um, you, I would say it's a must. Like, you must have an emergency fund. Like, if you don't have one, you're just harming yourself. Okay, yeah, and I, I agree, especially, like, how Tawana said earlier with the whole pandemic thing. Um, obviously, no one planned on that happening. Um, and once that happened, that, you know, messed up a lot of people money-wise, um, and it turned up upside down a lot of people's homes um, because they wasn't financially able to take care of themselves. And unfortunately, um, I know a lot of Americans obviously wasn't prepared for something like that, which is why they made a whole pandemic um, relief. Us as a nation, we need to overall um and as a unit, need to make smarter money decisions. Um, and I know we have a new caller jump on. Um, it was Erica 404. Is there anything you want to add to the, to the topic tonight? Okay. Well, we're talking about the best money move for um, anyone that just joins in. And I want to ask you this, Cat. Uh, do you have an emergency fund, and if so, um, what are you planning for? And if not, um, if you were to have an emergency fund, what would you be um, trying to make sure you have money to cover? Hey, of course I do have an emergency fund. Um, I definitely think it's important what, whenever you, you um, have a paycheck or, or, like, you get, like, some kind of disposable income somewhere, it's always important to put in an emergency fund because, of course, what's an emergency fund you use for for emergencies? And so I absolutely think, like, you never know what happens. Like, there's gonna, there could be some kind of disaster going on or, like, you can have, like, a sick family member. Like, for maybe it could be, like, someone's parents. Like, thank God, like, my parents do have life insurance, but 
there could just be some crazy cases that can happen, whether it's like yourself or a loved one. And so I definitely think it's important to have an emergency fund. And so what I usually do is like every time I have my paycheck, I, I have one for my savings and then I have like a separate emergency fund fund, like, um, where I, I put like extra money. And so, um, I'm not going to lie, though, back then, maybe between the ages of, like, 18 and 25, or no, not 18, not 25, but maybe, like, 23, I wasn't saving money. So, like, whatever I was making, like, from work and from paycheck, I would just blow up blow up that money. But then, like, um, since my mom works in financial services, she taught me how to, like, save money. And, and also, like, coming from, like, um, a family of, like, Filipinos, like, immigrating and so... Um, it, it's definitely important to have a, an emergency fund because like I said, you don't know what can happen to you or a loved one. So, yeah. And, and then I said that your mom, um, was in, you said investment. Um, say it again. You said that your mother works in investment. Um, yeah, yeah, like financial services, like um, like insurance and life insurance, and so um, she she deals with she does like um, she does like for example like people who like like for for example like parents who have like like um, not parents but if there's kids and their parents need like like um, what's the term like just life insurance for like so life insurance for like for um just in case if they pass on and then they need money to leave like for their for their kids even just and also like final expense and all that stuff which we don't have to talk about right now obviously but um she deals with all sorts of that so she's like a financial advisor and from her like her form of like network marketing I learned so much just from that too and how it's um important to like save so it's an it's an interesting platform, but um, I didn't get involved myself. Okay, and and saving money is important. Um, that's one of the other ways that you want to make sure that your money um works for you. Um, saving as well as investing your money. So, do you have investment uh-huh. or saving um tips or tips that you could give anyone, or that suggestions that you would give someone someone else that maybe worked for you in the past? Um, like, so one, of course, save, 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 like, if you, if you can't afford, like, like, I have a life insurance policy just in case, like, if I pass on and, and, um, my, and, and I need to leave money for my family just in case, like, I'm obviously not married, but if that was the case, like, if I were to die, like, my family has money, so I have a life insurance policy, and I really recommend that for, like, somebody who, like, plans on having a family or something, so, um, like, worst, the worst can, worst can happen, but I, I wouldn't want that to happen, but that's important, and then, um, as far as, like, state, having, like you said, an emergency fund is important, um, like, save whatever you can. It doesn't mean like save your whole paycheck. Like if you have bills to pay, but at least put some money away. And as that money grows, you can invest in that. And so um, like the main point of, of like even younger people, I always like say like it's important to save because I wish I was 18 and I knew the beneficiary, like being like how beneficial it is to save money. And so, yeah. Okay. Um, I'd like to if I can, I don't know, do we have enough time? I wanted to tell a short yes. story of something that happened to me. Um, so last year, um, I think I told part of this story one time, I got in a major car accident and I um, totaled my car. 
And I had about between three and four thousand uh, dollars saved as an emergency fund, and okay. I was unable to work until I was until I was able to purchase another car. I went without work for maybe almost two months, I would say, and I used every last penny of that money. Um, I mean, there was by the time I got a car, by the time I found a vehicle. There was nothing left over from that money. So I can't stress with how important it is to have an emergency fund. Um, yeah, and, and I agree. It definitely um, is important. Now, when you had the emergency, were you able, did you save enough money to cover it? Um, luckily, at the time, um, the car that I crashed, um, was completely paid off, and so the money that I received from it was enough to put it down for another car, and um, I ended up buying, uh, buying a vehicle just solely for work so that that wouldn't happen again. Um, yeah, so, I mean, everything turned out all right in the end, but if I hadn't had that money saved up to begin with, it would have been all bad. I mean, it was all bad to begin with. It would have right. been worse. Right, you definitely would have been in a worse uh, predicament if you didn't have that emergency money set aside. And and thank you for sharing that story as well. Thank you. And sure. Tawanda, oh, thank you. And Tawanda, um, and also uh, the same question to you um, in regards to do you have any tips for saving or investment? You said what now? Uh, and I'm sorry. Uh, and I'll, I'll circle back around. I still have enough time to ask you, Kay, the same question in regards to any tips that you have um, in regards to um, saving, the best ways to save, or the best ways to set best money. Oh, the, you know what? I'm I'm a work in progress when it comes to that. I know with a financial advisor um, and accountant that I have a few years ago, he did maybe like ten years ago when I first started working with this guy from my church. He did this analysis, <laughs> and and that's what a lot of them do to kind of see like where you are, if you are a risk taker, if you're not, et cetera, et cetera. And he said, okay, I'm gonna have to find something really good for you because. You're not a risk taker, <laughs> um, because a lot of times there's, there's, there's like the, the financial um, advisors and investments. There's a lot of different things you can put your money into, and you can accrue interest um, when things are good. But sometimes when things are not good, you can lose. And I'm like, oh, I don't want to lose anything. So what I have um, is CDs and things through my bank, um, which is what I actually use now. I would like to get into doing a little more with investing. However, I am a work in progress when it comes to that. Okay. And, and thank you for sharing that as well. Uh, and I know that there is a several different types of places and, and different ways that people invest their money. And that's like a whole other uh, episode that we could get into um, just with that alone. And do you girls have anything that you want to share, any announcements or anything that you wanted to share in regards to the topic? Um, this is Tawanda. I really just wanted to, to say that I was about to send you this text. I, I enjoy this topic tonight, and really more so because 
I think that um, people don't like to talk about money too much, but we're just really in a time where we can all share and gain resources so we can all be better. It's things I know I heard Kay kind of mention, like, oh, wow, that sounds really, really interesting. So I just want to say thank you for this topic. Thank you for the discussion. And I'm looking forward to more discussions about money matters and how we can share information and resources so we can win and we can help others do the same. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you. And anything else you other girls would like to add? No. You did a good job, Corinne. I enjoyed the topic as well. Thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And I appreciate you all. Um, and is there anything you want to add on, Kay? No, that's it. Thank you. Okay. Well, thank you. And I think everyone that called in as well. Um, so, again, we are with the Real Girlfriends Across America, and we appreciate your phone call. Um, you can call us um, every night at 9.30 Eastern Standard Time or 6.30 um, Pacific Standard Time at 516-387-1748. Um, you can follow us on Instagram at Real Girlfriends 7. Um, we're on Facebook at Real Girlfriends Across America. Um, and we're also on Twitter at Real Girlfriends 7. And you can also look us up on Pinterest and YouTube. Um, and definitely contact us with any questions. You can send us a DM. And um, we appreciate your um, tuning in. And have a good night. And thank you for listening. Have a good night. Thank you, too. Bye-bye. Good night. Have a good night, everyone. <laughs>